0: Be Wealthy and Smart, Episode 397. And we have a question about how to determine assets for asset allocation. What you're going to learn is what assets make up your allocation and how to decide how much to invest in each one. So here is our question from Jillian. She asks, when working out asset allocation, do financial planners usually start with overall net worth and then back, and then work back from there? Or do they not include everything in the asset allocation calculations? I can find plenty of examples of how to work out asset allocations, just nothing on what should be included when figuring out what you have to start with. She also says, it's hard to invest 10% of your portfolio in something when you don't understand how exactly to work out the figure you have to start with. Well, thank you, Jillian. That's a very insightful question, and I'm sure something that other people struggle with as well. The thing is, with financial planners, they're generally going to calculate your net worth one way. And then they're going to look at setting aside a portion of those assets to invest generally in the stock market or in the bond market. So first, let's talk about how to calculate your net worth. So financial planners will typically segregate those liquid assets, as I said, that's the first number that's that you asked about, that's important for you to calculate. And in order to calculate your net worth, of course, you're going to take all of your assets and subtract all of your liabilities. So when you go to calculate your net worth, oftentimes your biggest asset is your home. So you'll start with the value of your home, the equity that you have in your home. Then you would add any retirement plans like your 401k, your IRAs, your SEPs any stock and stock funds that you have outside of your retirement plans, bonds and bond funds, cash like what's in savings accounts or certificates of deposit CDs, money market funds, things like that. You would add uh, variable annuities. You would add any vacation property or a second home or any rental properties that you have. You would add any collectibles, uh, precious metals, art, jewelry, furnishings. And these are all what the market value is, not the price that you paid for them, but what is the current market value of these assets. Then you wanna add up all of those assets. Then you wanna calculate your total liabilities or your debt. And this includes all kinds of debts. So it includes your mortgage debt, It includes any second line of credit that you have against your home, a home equity line of credit. It would include your student loans, credit cards, car loans, business loans, personal loans to a friend, (laughs) Uh, any money that you've borrowed from a friend or a family member. And you would add up all of those debts. That would be your total liabilities. And then you take your total assets and you subtract your total liabilities, and that gives you your net worth. So you asked about financial planners and how they will look at it. Well, most of them will look at just the asset allocation in regard to Your stock and bond investments. They typically won't include your home or rental real estate or your business and things like that. So they'll typically include cash, your 401k, your IRAs, and non qualified investments in that asset allocation. And the usual approach for asset allocation is to look at what's invested in the stock market or what's going to be invested in the stock and bond markets. If you haven't listened to my podcast about asset allocation, I encourage you to go listen to that because it goes into a lot deeper, uh, it drills down deeper into each one of these topics and what it really means. But I'm just going to give a broad overview today in this podcast. So when we talk about asset allocation, we generally look at what are we investing in in stocks and bonds and things like that. And They'll typically have a portion in large cap or large capitalization, which also means large companies, mid cap, which is medium capitalization or medium sized companies, Um, small cap, small capitalization or small companies, and then also maybe some in uh, breaking that down further into growth and value. So fast growing companies within large, medium and small size companies. Uh, and value companies, those that are maybe out of favor or undervalued, and uh, also categorizing those by large, medium, and small cap. Then they'll look at short-term bonds, intermediate-term bonds, and long-term bonds, and then look perhaps at some global bonds uh, or international, also international stocks or global stock funds. Of course, anything global is going to include the U.S. already in it, and anything international is going to exclude any U.S. investments in it and just be those outside of the U.S. And then they may also include REITs like real estate investment trusts and precious metals or other sectors. So they're going to look at the asset allocation model in that way, and they're pretty much going to look at your more liquid assets, your retirement plans, things that will go into the stock market. So they're not really going to do anything in your asset allocation with your personal residence, with, um, you know, your personal loans, or your cars, or your collectibles, or anything like that. So it's really looking at what's going to be invested in the market. And I've talked at length, too, about how when you are looking at bonds and making decisions about bonds that you don't just want to look in the rearview mirror because things are very different from the last 20 years. And we're not looking at interest rates coming down like 30 years ago from 18% to 1% where they are today. That was a completely different situation than we are starting at 1% today. So don't expect to have the same performance that the rearview mirror is going to show you going forward, we're in a completely different situation. And if you want to hear more about my podcast on asset allocation and details about that, go to podcast number 165, where I drill deep on asset allocation. If you're looking for 10 quick tips to boost your wealth, go over to my website at lyndapjones.com and get those easy steps that can really boost your net worth. We've been talking about net worth today. These are things that go beautifully with this podcast and can really boost your net worth and get you moving on your way toward financial freedom. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart.